0: thank you for listening to the forefront church podcast we are a gospel driven church in southwest denver our focus is to help people find their way back to god we do this through loving god loving others so that together we can change the world i'm rob blasey our goal is to meet people where they are the purpose of this podcast is to help us as Christians grow in our faith, we are going to take on some more difficult questions about life and faith here. And as we do, we will find that our attention turns more to things of God than distractions of the world. For this podcast, we had the opportunity to meet up with Chris Roman. He's with the band Sanctus Real. Some of their more popular songs, uh, more recently, Unstoppable God, I'm Not Alright, Everything You're Doing, Something Heavenly, Don't Give Up, uh, Lead Me and many more. They've been around for about 20 years. Um, You might hear their music on K-Love locally. You can look them up, take take a listen. I'm a big fan, also a friend, so I might be biased on that, but Chris was in town, so uh, he uh, shared a few minutes with us. We were able to ask him a few questions, and take a listen and enjoy. Two, one. Chris Roman of Sanctus Real, thanks for joining us on the Forefront Church podcast. Hey, anytime, anytime, Rob. You're actually out here in Denver too, so this is kind of fun. It's not just over the phone. Yeah, we're in person. I know. For it, once, it happens about once a year. It seems like <laughs> once every two years, maybe. Yeah, right. So, but uh, just want to talk to you about the band Sanctus Real a little bit. You got, you've been, the band's been along now or going around
1: for. Ah, oh, way too long. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people don't know how long I guess, but it's been over twenty years now. That's a quite a journey.
0: There it goes back to high school. It does, doesn't it? That's yep. that's where our days. Where we yep. Were. Actually, we played
1: baseball like in third grade for like a season, which it still blows my mind that. Uh, yeah, that happened way back. We didn't even know it. I know, right? How, so cool. How the, so cool. How things stay
0: connected, I guess. Yep. Right. So about twenty years ago, Sanctus Real starts up. I mean, everybody sees the success, success side of bands, but when did you guys as a band start realizing this is actually something we can do without having second jobs?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, that's a great question because growing up as a teenager, you start playing music and you get in a group of guys and you play music together. Things are very organic and you don't you know, really stop to think oh, this is for real. This is just, you know, what we do. At the time, it was fun, but it was still for us um, because we were uh, playing in churches and the kind of music we wrote, uh, we felt like we were called to it, more or less. Like, we really did feel like that's where our heart was to write music that encouraged uh, the church and believers. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we thought we were called to it, but we didn't think we'd make a career out of it. Right. And I think it was right out of high school, right before graduation. Actually. Um, yeah, I signed up to go to college. Uh, everybody was trying to figure out what they're going to do. And I still didn't think this would be it, but we got a phone call from a group back in the day that was starting a record label and they had heard our really um, independent, our earliest (laughs) CD we ever did. They heard it and they thought we had some potential and they wanted to come out uh, and check us out. And so that gave us just enough belief, um not that we didn't believe in what we were doing, but enough belief that we could carry it out of high school and see where it goes, um and you know, get more serious about it. So Isn't that amazing when someone else shows a little bit of faith in what you're doing and oh, how that yeah. can propel you? That makes For so many people, I love that moment of hearing people's stories that, like, somebody's doing something, they feel like they're called to it, it's very natural, they feel maybe it's like they're gifting, and then somebody just either connects them with the right person or encourages them in the right way, and then, like, their whole world just opens up. And that's what it was for us, especially the time when we're high schoolers looking down what the future looked like. It was a scary time Yeah. for most people. You know, it can be. And for us, it was just that those few people at that time that really encouraged us to keep going. The
0: person that have gone down that road before say, hey, you yep. can do
1: this. Yep, exactly. And that's what it takes. I mean, you see that somebody else can do it and then you think, oh, it's possible. So.
0: Yeah, no, that's awesome. And then when it became real, when you guys became an LLC
1: or whatever you guys are (laughs) (laughs) When we had to start paying taxes, you mean? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That, I guess, sometime shortly thereafter, we signed our first record deal in uh, 2002. Okay. I mean, that's a long time ago now. But at the time, I was only 21, I believe, when we signed our record deal. So I guess at that point, it was, okay, this is it. This is what we're doing. And between high school and that time, we were just touring on mm-hmm. our own, and you know, in a van and a trailer, playing shows and going around the country a little bit. And I think right when we signed our first record deal was when we were all like, "Okay, this is this is it."
0: Yeah, no, that's great. And so, twenty years later, on average, how many nights a year are you guys probably on the road? Uh,
1: I'd say, on average, probably the amount of shows we play right now maybe only like 60 to 75 eh, 75 to 90 shows a year okay um so we're away from home you know a little bit more than that but honestly when we it's way different than when we started yeah touring um full time which would have been 200 Plus 250 plus days away from home when wow. we were, you know, much younger. So now we all have kids and we have families and we're not on the road as much. And if we are, you know, if we fly somewhere, we're there for maybe a couple of days or we're gone for a couple of days and we fly home or, or whatever. So, how's the, how with a,
0: a career that's chosen, especially probably prior to family, mm-hmm. now life is, you know, you know, gone along, you have a family kid. How many kids again? I always,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. It's easy to lose count. We have four. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Our, our drummer has three and our singer has, or is about to have his fourth. Wow. So yeah, do the math there. It's eight, nine, ten, eleven kids between all of us. Wow. Um, yeah.
0: So then obviously then life change with the life change in 20 years of being in a band, family, kids, how do you sort of balance that out? Where, you know, to being
1: the good husband, the good father, the provider, and in a ministry all in one. Yeah. I think it's a good question for anybody that has, uh, you know, a challenging career and, you know, anybody that has to, um, even people who have like a nine to five. I mean, for us, when we're home, we're home. Mm -hmm. I work a lot, uh, with the band stuff on the business side. So when I'm home, I'm doing a lot of that, Mm -hmm. but I'm still home, you know, I have a home office and, uh, I'm not having to go away. I go away when we play shows, <laughs> and the balance is kept by um, just making sure you stay engaged when you are home, uh, and that can be a challenge at times. So there's, you can keep yourself busy with stuff that you think is important. All the time, mm-hmm. if you want. I think at this point, I'm going to be 40 this year. I just reached that mark. Okay, well, happy birthday! Well, it's yeah, thank it's you. a milestone, right? Oh, you know, your life
0: changes now. I can wear sweatpants with a polo shirt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do that. Thanks for I, the tip. <laughs> I, don't you, I don't know if you can do that with your, oh, with your career. I'm going to try it. Okay. And yeah, so I think just that the priority has to be um, like just making sure that you're not doing you're not doing things out of order really and when you say out of order i just well really simply it's just family comes first and that's a conscious thing every day you can't just say that once and then claim to believe that like you really have to do that every day uh with the decisions you make with the time you spend doing uh that you split up between work and family and that looks different for everybody and I, i see people who are workaholics that aren't that aren't home. They're so engaged in their work, and they're not traveling like I am, playing shows all over. Like they're just, they choose to stay engaged in all those things. And I think everybody has that choice to make. And you'll see the fruits of making the choices to put your family first. Um, years and years from now, you'll see those fruits. And I, I hope, I hope that is true for me. You know that. Uh, when my kids are a little bit older, I hope that it's not something that's said to me. Oh, you weren't home, Dad? Because I don't, I don't think that's the case. It's because I spend time when I'm home investing in their lives and everything that we do together as a family. So you have to be very intentional, and you can't just assume things are going to work without putting in the effort to make that, um, to make it clear where your priorities are. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And so then also being in a band, kind of that whole process of being in the world, but not of the world. Mm. Obviously, you guys play in a more of a on the Christian like side of the music world. Mm-hmm. But you guys have done plenty of tours and been around. Like, how do you sort of keep that balance of going, hey, we're here as a ministry
1: and yet it's a business? Yeah, man, yeah, that's a great question. We were kind of talking about this the other day. Um just the amount of time you have to put in to, uh, keep this thing kind of moving and It's a ministry. So you have to be your, your headspace is already, I'm not here because I'm getting paid. Mm-hmm. That's just the way you roll when you, when you feel like you're called to a certain kind of ministry, it's a business because it is a band and you have to pay people and you, and things have to work. You can't just, um, go from show to show and, not have a business model in place. Right. Uh, Hope things work out. Yeah. Yeah, you can't have that mentality. But I see I see the way that God has brought it together a group of guys who are all very different from each other and yet it all works very well together because there are uh, you know, like our singer Dustin, he's very, very ministry-minded. He's not the guy in our organization, so to speak, who uh, is worried about details. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy that he can come in, even on a day like today, where we're leading worship. And his his heart, his mind, everything about him he's he's there already in worship because that's just what he knows. It's what he loves. For me, I love. I love that, but I love other things as well mm-hmm. that kind of help keep the, the ball rolling on the business side. And I think as long as you don't um, get consumed by the stuff that is business related, um, God will provide, you know, mm-hmm. for us, I've seen it to be true that in times of lean seasons, God always what makes a way, you know, it's a business. So there has to be, you have to be worried about cash flow. You have to be worried about, hang off things and making sure everybody's fed. But God, you don't have to really be worried about that because God, if you give it to him, he'll take care of it. Mm -hmm. And I think as long as we're faithful to, to uh, use the gifts he's given each of us, that's what I've seen to be true in the life of this band, especially in the past five years is each one of us has different gifts. And to see each of us be able to use those gifts. Um, it, it's remarkable to me that we're still here, but it's because God has, allowed us it's through his grace that we're still here and if I were just sat on my hands you know four or five years ago when there was a massive change in our band you know I would not be using the talents that God gave me and um, it would just be it'd be sad to to look that look back and think oh I still felt called to it but I was scared or oh, I just didn't I, I didn't see how it was going to work and I think my eyes have been open so much the past few years as to how God is so glorified when people come together and use the gifts he's given them. And that's all he asks is, you know, love those around us to love him and the gifts that he's given us to let those shine. And I think that's, that's, you know, what we're called to do. And I think it's really neat to see how it's worked in our little, our little group, you know, 20 plus years later right it's really cool very cool i gotta ask you at least one more question here yeah
0: because i forgot to ask you last time we talked yeah okay so you've been married now how many years 15 15 all right now i'm embarking on my first marriage hopefully last marriage only marriage (laughs) in a few months here yep i know and so uh what advice do you have for guys like me going
1: into this oh man I love that you're asking this question because I it's kind of a blink and it's like, whoa, 15 years. This year will be 15. And man, the advice I would give is and I think you're already this kind of guy who just enjoys moments and making moments and having memories. And you I think you're already there. But I think if I look back, the one thing I probably didn't do enough of was just I was always in a hurry to get from point A to point B. I was, you know, 25 when I got married and the band life was very chaotic. We were on the road a lot Mm -hmm. and I had the opportunity to have my wife on the road with me that first year of marriage, which was incredible. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if I really stopped very often to really just appreciate like this is really special. Not many people get this. so. For you, in your first year of marriage, whatever it is uh, that you guys find yourself in, whatever your work environment is, whatever your community is, just soak it in that first year for sure. Um, And probably the best advice that somebody gave me on my wedding day was just the same thing. It was just uh, when your bride's walking down the aisle, just make sure you take that mental snapshot and don't forget it. You know, that whole moment is just... I mean, the whole day is special, but that moment in particular, take a deep breath and enjoy it.
0: All right. I appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, and then one last question, I guess I always say that gets people's attention. Like, oh, let only one more question.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh,
0: when, when you find yourself in life where, you know, you have two opposing forces going at each other and mm. uh, neither of them are really bad mm-hmm. or either of them are really good. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You go. Know, how do you sort of work your way through that?
1: Oh, yeah, that happens all the time, right?
0: Right. Well, like, <laughs> I, like I think of a lot like with you guys, like, where, you know, you, you can get get an opportunity to do an extra show, but maybe you said, hey, I'm going to try to be home by this time. Yeah. You yeah. know, where it's like, hey, I can provide more for my family. Yeah.
1: Because. I think you'll know if you're, I think you'll know, you don't. Know, I mean, your gut, I, I think, I, I say your gut, but I think the Holy Spirit leads us in ways that if we're in tune, if we're listening, we'll know what what God really wants us to do. Uh, that's a great question because, I mean, every year presents new challenges, right? right. Or every every week for some people. <laughs> and man, it's like, that's part of the beautiful thing in, in life, especially when you have a relationship with Jesus is having that conversation through prayer mm-hmm. and really seeking out, really just be listening, praying, and being being attentive to what God's trying to show you and a lot of times that comes through other people Mm -hmm. you know it's like you pray about it and the next thing you know you'll be having conversations with somebody and it's almost like God's talking to you through those people Mm -hmm. and I've seen that happen so many times in my life especially when it comes down to decisions you know big ones you pray about it God's going to reveal um in some way or another uh if you're listening
0: no I appreciate it before I let you go anything else you want to share
1: oh man uh man, it's 2020. I I just, I think what an opportunity for something new for whoever's listening to this. I hope whatever it is that you're deciding between whatever things that, um, are opportunities before you just, just pray about them. And, um, man, it's going to be a great year. So I'm looking forward to what God has in store for us and anybody listening. I just want to encourage you to, uh, keep God first and uh, have a great year.
0: All right. Thanks Chris. I appreciate it. Yeah. So if you find yourself in Southwest Denver, we would love to see you at Forefront Church. For more information, check out ForefrontChurch.tv for service times and all the uh, main information you need there. Thank you for joining us here at the Forefront Church podcast. Jesus, be big on our lives, in our church, and in our world. God bless.